You're listening to County Live, the uh, only Stockport County podcast where you can hear a weekly interview with Jim Gannon, with me, Martin Johnson, over here, and Mr. Chris Ridgway. Over here. Remind listeners that our podcast this year is sponsored by the Spinning Top. Spinning Top, we think, is the best pub for county fans. And why is that, Chris? Because they have craft ales, great live music, and occasionally, like last weekend, they have the commentary of the game live in the bar, which is everything and more you could ask for as a fan of Stockport County, live music, and beer. And seriously... um, it, it, it's you know because it's on the A6. It's only a, it's a mere cox drive from Edgeley Park. They genuinely does have a really good range of beers, and the events are really good. If you ever get, I've been to a couple of um, open mic nights. Uh, your band Level Seven event play there quite regularly and always get a good turnout. And we've got some events coming up there. So yep, all the more reason to go check out the Spinning Top, which is the pub of choice for this podcast. It is indeed. Um, so, first up this week, we've uh, got some news of a new signing or a re-signing. Yes. Tell us about that. Well, it's a, it's a re-signing and for reasons that we'll hear in the Jim Gannon interview in a couple of minutes, uh, it's a statement of intent as well. I think these are two very clever signings, Elliot Osborne last week and this week, Jamie Stott returning. Now, these are two players county fans are very warm to, they've played for the club before, left a very good impression and that is... As I understand it, as I see it, that is Jim Gannon saying, let's make a statement. Let's show that we can we can bring in good players, we can improve the squad. He did it with Elliot Osborne last week, and now we've got uh, Jamie Stock coming back this week, and I think that's a really, really positive signing for the club. Yeah, you said last week that you know that's what you thought about Elliot Osborne, really, you know, really positive signing, can play in a lot of positions, you know, really good to have as a squad player. And now he's doubled down on that, got another popular player back in, and a player people know a lot about. And, and, you know, more positivity around the squad. It is, and I think that will only have been enhanced when people saw just how well Elliot Osborne played uh, on Saturday. You know, he had big shoes to fill in Conor DeMeo. Uh, he came on at half-time. Conor probably quite surprised to have been pulled off uh, at half-time, but that's what it was. Elliot Osborne came in against a very tough South Shields team who, you know, they would have fancied themselves, probably, if we're being honest, they would have fancied themselves to at least take a draw uh, in that game, Elliot Osborne has come on. He's made a presence at both end of the, uh, ends of the park. Uh, he's got a wide range of passing. He's got good tackling. He's closing things down. He's winning the ball back. Everything you want to see from a proper midfield player. Uh, and County fans have come away absolutely glowing. Absolutely. So let's hear Chris's interview now with uh, County Manager Jim Gannon and hear what Jim thought about Elliot Osborne's performance and the, the rest of the news about the great win uh, in the Cup at South Shields. Jim, it's Thursday evening, and for the second consecutive week, we're going to kick the interview off with talk of a new signing. Yeah, um, really pleased to to be in a position to to add Jamie Stott to our ranks. Um, you know, as a player that we work with, um, a player that we've loved to have had from the start of the season. Um, but we're we're very fortunate to be in a position to be able to attract him now, and um, it's just what the squad needs really. Um, Dan Cowan's done a great job as a makeshift centre half, but. Um, Having a natural left-footed central defender uh, gives us a great option whether we play a two or a three. Obviously, the fans are well aware of Jamie Stott. He made a great impression uh, last season. 
really coming on strong in his in his um, in his performances with the club. Just what can you see him bring into the team now he's part of the squad again? Well, I mean, everybody knows how we're trying to go about our business this year in terms of football. Um, if it's viable, we're trying to play out from the back. Um, we felt that in previous, in in, in recent games um, and previous ones, um, the opposition have sort of allowed our right-footed left centre-back to be on the ball. And the distribution's been a little bit awkward and um, not great from that side. So um, it brings natural balance, uh, but he's... Six foot two, six foot three. He's a good, another good physical player. I thought South Shields in particular, first half, wanted to go down Dan's side and exploit his lack of aerial power. We sorted that out second half. Um, but like I said, it's um, he's a good defender, gives a natural balance at centre half, and he's a good footballer. And um, we know that he's a he's a good presence in both box. So it's just another uh, improvement to the squad that we're looking for. Uh, and it seems on fitness grounds, Jake Kirby's going to be making a move out. Yeah, um, Jake's, I, I really rate Jake. I, I've seen him playing for Stockport previously and he's a fantastic, he's got something that we don't often see at this level in terms of creativity and finishing. Um, and he's trained really well. Um, we've come into a period of where there's only one game a week for four weeks. Um, and we, we, had the op- we, we, we discussed as a staff about the option of getting him out on loan and allowing him to get fit with somebody else and getting up to speed because he's been a long time out and despite he's had a couple of cameos with us and the odd start I think that um, he needs a run of games to get himself back down and at the moment I don't think our first team can afford to do that um, so what we want to do is get him out playing games get him fit and then uh, we look forward to seeing the player at the end of the month uh, ready for, for, for action for ourselves and, and giving us a lot more than perhaps what some of the players in the first team were Let's now look back at last week. Tough, tough test uh, away at South Shields. It was never going to be easy. They didn't make it easy for Stockport County. But you've got to be delighted with coming away with a win like that. Yeah, it was like when you when you reflect on it, it, it was one of the toughest draws. Um, this is a club with um, fantastic momentum throughout the seasons, uh, a good record this season, some good signings. Um, you know, and obviously the travel aspect and. Um, but uh, I thought we were very professional with what we did on the day, uh, the whole week, uh, the way we wanted to go about our business. We had to manage ourselves on the day well and adapt to their different uh, changes. But uh, I thought that we, we, we kept working hard and, and, and kept being energetic and purposeful up front and eventually paid off. And I think we deserve winners. Um, and despite the comments of their assistant manager, I think we well deserve to beat them. Um, uh, some teams, uh, they were lamenting the fact that their team didn't perform, but when you're a good team and you press hard and you put people under pressure, they don't perform well. And um, we, we went about them second half with an intention to go and win the game on the day and uh, got our just desserts. There's a couple of players I want to shine a bit of a light on from that game. I want to start with Sam Walker. I thought, again, pivotal in midfield. And we've we've spoken a few times already about just how rejuvenated he is and he's come back. But I thought really, really had a strong game on Saturday and he's he's been really important for you in well, well this season really. Yeah, no, Sam Sam's been been great for us. Um th- there was a lot of good performances on Saturday, uh, but I think Sam's obviously uh caught the eye because of his consistency but also his involvement in both goals. Um it's been a concern of us in recent weeks that um despite the quality we have in a team, uh, we don't look to create and well we're creating but not scoring from open play as often as I'd like and um, so set plays were, were going to be really important and uh, 
Um, our whole game plan relied really on the qualities of Sam Walker and Adam Thomas to, um, to both give us um, the right balance in midfield, the right sort of quality from set plays. And um, uh, in this particular occasion, Sam scored off a... Uh, uh, Adams corner and um, and then Sam's created an opportunity for now belt score and then we had several other chances from set plays that uh, perhaps we should have done better with but uh, that was a really pleasing aspect was not just Sam's performance but our, our potency from set plays and, and eventually that paid off um, in terms of the win Another player, it was announced uh, just a couple of days before uh, the game, Elliot Osborne was going to return that got fans excited, he came on and he looked a real, real signing yeah, it's very difficult when you sign a player the day before to to start him, um, but we always had that up our sleeve. And I, and I and I put the challenge to our front three, Frank, Daz, and Connor, and said, "Play this game as if you're going to." We wanted real intensity from our front players. We really wanted to put them under pressure. I was really disappointed with their goal that our front lads didn't put them under pressure, and they were able to put a ball forward. And uh, you know, if you like, so I, I just said to the lads. When you've got likes of Jake Kirby, Matty Warburton, Niall Bell and Elliot Osborne on the bench, I really wanted the challenge was for our front three uh, to go about their business with a real purpose. And uh, and I, I felt it wasn't until Elliot Osborne came on that we kind of had an extra level of energy. Um, you know, when you look at the uh, the stats from player tech, um, Elliot's contribution as the 10 was, was far greater than uh, Connor's in terms of uh, yardage, uh, impacts, power plays, uh, sprint distance. So, And that showed in the game because he was putting people under pressure, unsettling people, creating opportunities and um, and really keeping them hemmed in in their half. And um, so it was, a, it was a good substitution and it's a good player that Anu would give us an extra dimension in the final third, in, in that sort of third line, you know, that attacking midfield line. And um, and we've given Elliot uh, versatility. It's great cover if we have injuries to like Adam Thomas or if... Um, Sam Walker's wife goes into labour or uh, Jordan Key needed to be used at centre-half. We know we've got a player that's a, it's very much a universal midfielder, so I'm glad to have him aboard and um, it's great to have him available for the FA Cup. The fact that we've got two new signings, Jamie Stott and Elliot Osborne, the fans know, they remember from seeing them here not in, you know, in the not-too-distant past, the fact that they're well-liked well here, well-thought-of, and they're coming in uh, and making the team stronger. Do you feel like that's a positive statement you're sending out by saying these are the types of players that we're building teams around now? Well, in the past, any player I've brought in on loan, it's always been with the intention that they may be available for us long term, the type of profile we want. Um, these are You're talking about 21, 22-year-old lads who are full-time trying to make a breakthrough in the, in the professional game. And... Um, you know, for one reason or another, they're, they're available to us and we, we, we'll, we'll take that with both hands. Um, they are the type of players we want. It's to, they fit the profile brilliantly in terms of what we want to go forward. Love to have them permanently, but that's out of our hands at the moment because they're other, other teams' uh, players. But maybe in the future we will. Um, but what they bring to us now, because I've been seeking improvements in our group. Um I've, I've had a good think about our training. We've changed the way we go about our business in training in terms of kind of like uh, the tempo, the, the, the methodology and what we do in the training. And, and that's changed this week and it's, it's had a real impact, impact in the quality of training. But sometimes you need to bring in one or two players to, to add to that quality. And when you bring in two players like Jamie and Elliot Osborne who are full-time, they bring a, a quality and a fitness and a professionalism that uh, is definitely ups the uh, ante in the group and um, I think now that I'm looking at the board with their names on it 
amongst the players who are in good form. Uh, it gives you a really solid 11 and a real depth to your 16, 17, 18 man squad, which is going to be really important as we go forward because we want to get back to winning ways in the league and we want to have a good good run in the cup. So uh, it's a massive month for us ahead and we want to be in a really strong position where, by the end of this month. So one final mention on the cup then, of course, we're through the, on paper, really, really tough tie and with all due respect to Corby Town, you must be favouring this draw with the fact that it's at home against Corby. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it is good to have a home draw because um, although I'm here every day, I kind of miss being on the dugouts watching us play out on Edgley Park pitch. But, um, you know, when when that game comes around, it'd be great because we'll have been to Telford and South Shields and Darlington. Um, so, and, and we'll have back-to-back home games coming up, which um, which we hope to to win and put ourselves in a great position at the end of the month. Um yeah, but it's, it's great for the fans as well because, I mean, all credit to those that went to South Shields. You know, they knew it was going to be a tough game. They knew it was going to be an arduous journey. They've gone up there and they've seen a really good cup tie and a really good performance from us. Um, I think we'll have a few more here at Edgley Park. Um, we can't take anything for granted in some ways. This is a, more of a banana skin than South Shields because, you know, South Shields is going to be tough. You know, you're going to have to be professional. Uh, but we have to make sure that we treat Corby with the same respect as if it was a football league club and prepare well. Uh, get everything in order, train brilliantly next week um, because I think it's a, it's a massive game for us. Um, but more importantly, we need to get back to winning ways on Saturday and get the, the Darlington game, uh, get ourselves in a really strong position in the league and then the cup becomes very enjoyable. And uh, like I said, we want we want to finish this month really strongly and I think the group of players we've brought together now and the way they've gone about the training suggests that we're going to have a strong finish to this month. Let's talk Darlow then. They've had an up and down couple of years, missing out on the playoffs a couple of seasons back. And What kind of threat do they pose to you right now? See, I look at their squad on paper and I think that, the, you know, I listen to the manager's interview and I've got a lot of time for him. And he's kind of scratching his head at the quality and that it's not, it's not transpiring itself in the results. Um, so on the day, they've definitely got the players. Um, there's a lot of players I, I really respect. I mean, they brought in Simon Age to add to Stites. They've got Nicholson, who gets a lot of goals off the number 10 position on the flank. And Thompson's been a, a massive player for Darlington in the last four or five years. He's been all the way through the Stick ranks. He's been one of the star men for them, and he's, he's grown with the levels. So they've got a, a potent front line. And then if you add in the likes of Sires to that mix, um, they've got they, sh- they should have goals in the team. I think they've they've struggled really to sort of blend them all into the right shape. Um, so that gives us a bit of a headache because we're not 100% sure about what shape they play. They could play 4-4-2 with two big strong players. They could play 4-2-3-1 with three clever players behind one striker. Um, so, um, but going to Darlington and playing at their place on any given Saturday is always a tough game. And given the, the, the way that the results have been for them in the league and get knocked out of the FA Cup. I, I think we're in for a. They'll have worked really hard this week and it's going to be an extremely tough game come Saturday. And uh, I've never had an easy game at Darlington, but uh, I'm expecting a backlash from them and a real reaction to put things right by their team and their management. So, um, like I said, it's a, a tough game for us and we've got to be as professional as we were last week and touch more maybe in terms of what we, we do on the day to make sure that we give ourselves a chance to come away with all three points. Is there a train of thought when you say you don't know, you know, you don't really know the shape they're going to go with or the lineup they're going to go with? Is there a train of thought that says, I tell you what, let's not let's not worry about what they do. Let's just set up in our shape and, our, and let them do the worrying. Or can you not really think like that? Um, 
you can, you can't. We we know that they'll 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 have concerns with us. Look, you know, but I'm looking at what South Shields did against us, and they've obviously watched um, the video from Telford, and they've had us watch, and they've kind of like realised where we're strong, uh, where they might be able to exploit some weaknesses. So, um, I'm trying to teach my players all the time about um, adapting, um, and we've learned some good lessons, which I think are starting to stick. Um, we, we, you know, we don't overly concern ourselves with the opposition, but we have to point out they could have two, and that might make a difference to how the back four plays. Do they play tighter? Um, can we play more expensive? They only have a front three, but then Jordan King becomes more valuable in terms of looking after the ten or protecting the back four. If they have three in midfield, you have to be concerned about everybody being locked up and then having to play through the lines rather than through the midfield. So these are all tactical situations we face in training. Uh, every week, uh, we, we, we kind of, this is what we're saying about the training schedule now is that we've been really, really focused on how the players learn uh, the different uh, transitions in the game and making sure our training sessions really uh, relate to the games. Um, and then you hope that, that you trust that that training then pays off on a match day because the players will have been well equipped with different scenarios that they'll likely face and 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 be educated enough to make those decisions and those adaptions themselves. And I think we've got some clever players and like Sam Walker and Jordan Keane and Elliot Osborne, Elliot Osborne and Adam Thomas and people like that, that can make those little changes that are needed. Um, and that's going to be really important. It's not a question of, we can't, we're not going to dominate anybody playing one system, even the best teams in the world. Uh, obviously, take note of what the opposition are about, whether that's their strengths, their weaknesses, um, because any little bit of uh, gains you can make against an opposition are important. And we've, we've pointed out their weaknesses, what our strengths are, and, and, and I'm sure our players will be looking to impose that upon them come Saturday. So for personnel in the ranks, how is Stockport County looking this week? Um, it's, I had a nervous m midweek because Adam Thomas um, got a slight puncture in his ankle, uh, which required a couple of stitches um, at the hospital on Saturday night. And... The initial medical advice was to, to, a little bit like Sam Minahan did last year after the, the, the bad tackle at Bradford and Scott Duxbury's bad tackle against Darlington, they missed the, the next game. Uh, we're hopeful uh, Adam will be, um, because it was only one or two stitches and it's a small wound in a good position that um, he may well be available. Um, so uh, Frank Mulhern's had a, a little tight legs and he's had a stomach bug and we've not seen him for training, uh, but again, we think he'll be fit for Saturday. So we've had a, the, all these things were playing on my mind when it come to allowing Jake Kirby to go out. But obviously, um, from our point of view, it's uh, I think we've got a very solid squad going up there. Good, a good start eleven, a good solid sixteen, and a, a good backup. Should one or two players need to be rested or or not quite make it for Saturday, because um, you know. We, we know that those players, if they don't make Saturday, it'll be uh, fine for next week's training as we prepare for Corby. It's a big game. It's a big travel up north again, Jim. All the best for Saturday. Thanks so much. Apologies if you can hear a barking dog. We don't quite have the studio soundproofed yet, but, uh, but we'll, <laughs> get, we'll get in there. That's the guard dog. <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, and believe you, uh, believe you me, we, we need it. So, yeah, so... <laughs> You were, um, you, Jim, you know, full of praise there for Elliot Osborne and, and you were as well. So let's start with Elliot's performance on, on Saturday, Chris. Uh, I mean, he, he comes on and um, it's one of these where you're really hoping it's, you're really hoping for a win, if we're honest, because because of the, the negative 
press or the negative comments that you can take on board when you lose to a team in a, a lower division, regardless of actual circumstance. Uh, you know, if you lose to a team in a lower division in a cup competition, it's bad for your image. If you're a Premier League side losing to a Championship side, or if you're a Vanarama National League North team losing to a team like South Shields, it does not go down well on your copybook. So County really needed that win. Um, a draw didn't really do them any favours because it meant there was going to be a Tuesday night game that nobody really wanted. You know, especially with the news that Jamie Stock would have been on the radar then. Um, you know, there was other other fish to fry, so to speak. So someone needed to come on and, and really own the game. Now, there was a lot of good performances all over the pitch. Jim alluded to that there. Um, so I thought Sam Walker played really, really well. Uh, there was other players who were really giving 110%. And I thought, when Elliot came on, it's going to go one of two ways, this. Either it's a big occasion uh, and the game could pass him by and people are asking, why have we taken Connor off, who's a game-changer? If we hadn't have got that win... You know, are people going to be asking why have we not left Connor on? He's the guy who's you know joint top scorer. What we have done is we've won the game, and Elliot has looked really, really good. So you think of that negative energy, if you like, or the negative um, copybook post that we could have come away with from Saturday, and we've actually turned it into not one but two positives because we've gone away from the you know we're in the next, we're in the draw for the next round of the cup, and the new boy Elliot Osborne. He is still the player that we had, you know, a year or two ago, who was that good then. He is as good now as as we remember him. Going to a tough place uh, like South Shields, a long trip up to the northeast, and winning away in the cup, and then you know your player, you know, back on debut, having such a good performance, you, it can't really go much better than that, really. No, uh, it can't. Though Jim will always find things that need to be improved on. Um, and that's um, what you'd want you know. You yeah. want your manager to, to be improving everything all the there time there are a lot of players I think who can look at themselves and think they've done a good job but they all should be looking at themselves really with the exception of maybe Sam Walker who for me really stood out Adam Thomas had another good game as well um, but the majority of those players can look at themselves and say they've done a job well done but I don't want any of them patting themselves on the back too much because they all had elements to the game they could improve you know, um, the, all the way from the back, all the way up front, they all there was a little passages in play where South Shields looked the dominant team, and they're a good team, so they're going to. But for me, when teams can do that to you, that's when you look in yourself and you say, well, how can I now improve? How can I take this good game and how can I make it better uh, for the week after? Because in theory and on paper and all the rest of it, the, the, if we look at the script that football doesn't really stick to, Darlington should be more of a threat simply because they're higher up in the football pyramid, albeit by about five or six places. But the fact remains that they are a division above. Uh, they will have had players who are used to this level, who have acclimatised this level. So, in theory, the challenge this week is supposed to be harder than the challenge last week. Last week, there were spells where South Shields looked good. So those players who come off and pat themselves on the back and celebrate a deserved win, since then, I want them to have knuckled down and say, how do we get even better this week? So Walker's the man this week? Without a doubt. He's the man. And what was it about his performance that really impressed you? It's we, We've spoken so much about Sam Walker, both you and I and uh, myself and Jim Gammon, this season already, that it's hard to say new things about him. You know, it has now come out in the, in the, in the big wide world that his, his partner is expectant. You know, he's, she could go into labour at any moment. So when you think, you know, that's something I went through recently... 
uh, and I couldn't focus on tying my shoelaces in the morning knowing that that could happen. So to go however many miles up the country it is to get your game head on uh, and play what is actually quite an important game for, for the big club that you play for and to put performance after uh, performance after performance in where you're changing the game. He got He got a goal and he got an assist for the second goal. So he's he is the man. So to do all that, he would have been it anyway. But to do all that with that going on in your psyche, uh, after you know we're, we're forgetting the torrid first season you had, for me is just remarkable. Yeah. Um, so it has to go to Sam. And you know, if if this carries on, he'll be player of the season, let alone man of the week. Very impressive. But talking about specific players and opinions of specific players. Took a bit of a kicking, a bit of a battering on social media yourself this week. I did, I did, and I'll, I'll stand by it. I mean, I've I have a lot of time for Darren Stevenson. Uh, for me, and what what was it that you said about Darren that, that got people so hot well, under I, the collar? I I don't recall I don't recall any player at Stockport County who has divide who has divided the opinion of the fans as much as Darren Stevenson has, for as long as Darren Stevenson has. There is no doubt in my mind that when Darren Stevenson is 100% and firing, he is one of the most dangerous players, if not the most dangerous player, to our disposable. Uh, to our disposable. He's fast, he's strong, he can score a goal. He's, we saw glimpses of it on Saturday. When, when you know, he won the free kick that Sam Walker set, you know, has taken that Niall Bell has scored from. And he's won that free kick because he's realised he can run at these players and they're terrified of him. They don't know what to do when he's bearing down on them. The other part of his game needs work on. It's almost like concentration. Sometimes he can run the ball out of play or seemingly pull out of a tackle. And you think, well, you can't do that. If, if, if you are the strong player that we know you can be, be that player all the time and these fans will adore you. They, they will do, and I say that as one of them. I would adore you to do that for my club. Look at, look at what Danny Lloyd has gone on. You know, Danny Lloyd, let's forget where he's playing now, and let's look at what he did for Stockport County. He was adored here. You know, that's the kind of thing. If you can, if you can show that presence 100% of the time, because, listen, from a personal perspective, he's a lovely guy. Like, you see him taking pictures with the fans every week after the game. Uh, a lot of fans... Speak so highly of him, and rightly so. He deserved that. He's earned that praise. But he needs to do his game time properly, a hundred percent of the time. Because to still be here a year and a half, uh, you know, well, not quite a year and a half, but near, you know, getting on for a season and a half, uh, and still have the jury out on just what your best, you know, position or best players. That we need to see more of your good stuff. And and I was so I'll stand by that. People can say. Oh, he's being harsh on Steven. Oh, he's saying this. Oh, he's saying that. But if you, if if any fan can say to me honestly, all the fans believe that Darren Stevenson is our best player, then I'll hold my hands up and say, fine, maybe I got it wrong. But I don't think they will. Yeah, but also saying that he divides opinion is absolutely true. And I think you've hit the nail on the head there. Nobody doubts how good a player he is, but it's just a, you know sometimes exasperating because you know you just want that strength. And that and that character and that skill that he has got to to last ninety minutes five games in a row. If know? we can see consistency from Darren Stevenson, maybe Sam Walker won't make Player of the Season. Maybe Darren Stevenson muscles that off him. But you know, we see how Sam Walker's improved and coming to his own, uh, and he's really now gone from a from a a good squad player and you know who struggling to get in the team to an absolute 
first name on the team sheet. Barron can do that as well. I want to see him do that. Yeah, so, I think so. I that's think good. That yeah. is that is my perspective. And I, I, yeah, and I think I think any manager in this league, if Darren Stevenson was a, would have was available, anybody would pick him up because you know what he's clearly got in his locker. Um, so that was the. Uh, that was the cup. A great win on the road in the northeast. Uh, what's the cup draw? Is it Corby? Yes, it is. Uh, for me, because because now we are we are in a day and age where it's not cool and it's not nice to slate other teams. Not that we would do that anyway. Um, we are going to show respect to Corby and we are going to say, look, any team is a potential banana skin. Like Jim said uh, in the interview just then, Corby might even be more of a banana skin because South Shields were always going to be a threat. But for me, the favourable thing about this draw is it's at home yeah. and the reason that's important is listen, cash your mind back a few weeks Boston at home Geisley at home, Alfreton at home not good enough You know, we were under a real cloud at Edgeley Park and we were saying at the time the good thing about now is we can play away a few weeks we've got, um, we've got Telford away who was second in the division, they're flying high we've got South Shields away which is a really tough test, really stern kind of uh, cup um, cup tie that, that could go very sour and we've got Darlington who are always going to be a tough test and reminiscent of the league games because of who they are and who we are that's always quite an occasion if we can get some positivity there and then come back to Edgeley Park all of a sudden that cloud's gone it's evaporated we're back in a good place especially knowing what we know now that Jamie Stott and Elliot Osborne are on the books brilliant fantastic if we can get over Darlington and then beat Corby well at home which we should be doing all of a sudden, Edgeley Park is a fortress again. And it's 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 a strengthened team. Elliot Osborne's in there. Jamie Stott's in there. Um, these players are looking good. They're holding their own in the midfield. We've already spoken about Sam Walker. If Darren Stevenson can find his feet, you wouldn't bet against any against County, against anybody in the division. But we've got to get there first. So it's positive that we've got Corby at home. It's, it's a team that we should be beating. And the fact that it's at home, we can get a good 4,000 people down at least. Um great because we've had a bit of a spell away from players maybe let's try and push for five Yeah, if you ask me but let's get past Darlington first because even though Darlow are not doing so well in the league like we touched on there it's always an occasion with Darlington they're a big name we're a big name this should, this should be an interesting one yep so you're going up there again on Saturday another long trip did you notice how many welcome breaks there were on the? No, on the but this did come up in the this did come up in the conversation. Uh, John Kieran asked me if I was keeping my eye out, and I hadn't been. <laughs> yeah, he texted me to say he'd enjoyed the the welcome break chat. Um, but yeah, so how do you see see much changes to the team on Saturday from what you just heard from Jim? Yeah, what do you see happening? Yeah, I th- I think we will. I think we will see changes. Jim, you know, listen, Jim Jim is not in the business of telling me his team uh, before before a game. But um, I, I, I think there will be some. Change. I think Elliot Osborne has to start uh, after seeing what he did um, uh, on Saturday. I think he probably has to go in there. Um, and then you think, well, how does that affect the shape? It's probably not just going to be a like for like. You know, does Connor make way? If so, um, does that mean we need some more uh, power behind? You know, if 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 we're losing, if if Elliot's playing number ten, well, who's playing in the middle of the park? To, to back up where Elliot was in the second half against South Shield. So it's going to be interesting. He also mentioned that there were concerns in the interview over Adam Thomas, um, having had a, a, a little puncture wound in his ankle. Looks like he might be fit, but if he's not, then... then was that in the game, to... or did he stand on some Lego? 
<laughs> Let me tell you, that, that that's really dangerous standing on Lego. I know. I, I've, you don't need to tell me. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's really painful. But um, no, I do believe he, he picked it up in the game last week against South Shields. And um, so if he doesn't recover from that, then, then maybe there'll be something there. But um, I expect it to be a very strong team. I also expect that the players who play will now know that because we've got such depth within the squad, they need to up the game a little bit. Whoever starts... No position is really safe now. You know, we were speaking about Sam Walker and how good he is. Yes, he's been fantastic. Should he start tomorrow? Again, impossible to predict what his wife was going to labour Friday night. So we don't know at this moment. But if if he does, and he takes a week or two out, depending on whatever, uh, and I'd like to say, by the way, I hope it all goes well if it does happen. I like Sam. He's a really nice guy. I wish him all the best and his family. Um he might not be able to get his, his place back because the, all the players are playing so well at the moment. So I, I expect County to play with high pressure, high intensity, not only because they're going to need to to get past Downton, but all the players know no space is guaranteed at the moment because the squad has got great depth to it. And who do you want to watch then? Are you going to be watching Elliot Osborne with the BDI or is it going to be, you know, it's going to carry be, on the Stevenson debate? What is it? It's going to have to be Elliot Osborne, although... Stevenson would be a close second for me because I think for all that we said about him last week, the one thing I would say about his performance is that he got stronger as the game went on. So he finished the game a lot stronger than he started, which might mean he has more momentum going into the game. So he could be the one, but for me, you have to. Everybody will be talking about Elliot Osborne this week. I don't think Jamie Stott will jump straight into the team because he's joined quite late and there's not a pressing need for him to, to, to jump straight in the squad if if Smalley's back or if um, Jordan Keane and Ash Palmer can play there, they probably will. Dan Cowan's also a shout. So I don't expect Stott to jump straight back into the team. Um, Elliot Osborne, I do. So for me, he's the one to watch. Great stuff. Hope you're celebrating with a Palmo on the way back from Darlington on Saturday night. Do you know what a Palmo is? No. You don't know what a Palmo is? It's like, um, it's a speciality of the region, but it's basically chicken on top of chips with cheese on top of it. On veggie. <laughs> if they do so, a veggie. Well, that's just cheese. That's just chips. Well, both veggies. That's just chips and cheese, which is equally excellent. Cheesy chips. I love cheesy chips. Would chip. be a great way to celebrate. Chris, thanks. Cheers. Cheers.